I'll give the camera a smile for the thumbnail. That's good. Okay, now now angry. Give him angry. All right. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. All right. Welcome to The Floss. My name is Gabe Gary, and on this episode, we got local comic John Bruton. Good afternoon. John, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself to the audience. Uh, that was it. My name is John. I do comedy here in Cleveland. Uh, I travel every once in a while. Um, I've been recording some albums for other comics around the city. And I have a show every last Sunday at a comedy club here in Cleveland called Hilarities. It's a crowd work show. That's about as much I can stretch. <laughs> it's a fun show. Everybody tries to do it at least once in their life. And then if they get to do that, they try to do it a second time. Or they make their own. Make their own crowd work shows? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those, that happens sometimes. It should. It's fun. It's like having an open mic. It should happen everywhere. It, it is the really fuck fun. you want. And it lets you work out the muscle that sometimes you're not... You don't really have a great opportunity to work it out all the time. Yeah. It's like running, it's like scrambling as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You don't have to ever need that skill. You could play by the book and just be Brady. But it's nice to have. But sometimes comics go into it like they're so bad at it. Oh, like they dead, they like they're like I'm gonna do seven minutes of crowd yeah, work and I, that'll get me to my time. It's like you can't depend comics on comics. Fucking go up there. Every comic asked me to do the show, and now it's fucking annoying. Because at this point, I don't care. I'll do the show by myself with me and Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll literally, like, hey, they'll go up there, and they'll just do the same horrible shit for... And they'll, what, do they'll, they'll do? Don't, what do you do for work? What do you do for a living? Then, or they'll insult people who haven't said anything mean back. So it's like, you're just... You look angry, and you're not even fun. Like, is, <laughs> yeah. why would somebody want to laugh with you? Yeah. It's like, that, and that fucking, what do you do question... You can do it, but have an actual conversation with the person. Don't just ask, what do you do, and wait for the funny job to come up. Yeah. <laughs> but but speaking of that scrambling, like, uh, when people, like, talk about quarterbacks and are comparing quarterbacks, like, yeah, Michael Vick it probably won't make the Hall of Fame, but people love him He'll because he could turn nothing into something incredible. He won an MVP. He'll make the Hall of he Fame. He did. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if he will. They have quarterbacks who haven't won MVPs in the Hall of Fame. That's true. But like, like you could, you'll people will say that about comics. Like, oh yeah, I love this all this guy's recorded work. But it's like, oh, have you ever seen him live? And you've ever seen him do crowd work? Oh, it's incredible. Like when he busts, when he breaks one off, it's so amazing. All right, here's the thing about that: it's not really crowd work. It's I have so many moves. Sure, you're gonna see him. I'm gonna freestyle. You're gonna see a jam session. That's fair enough. That's to- jam session is a great way. Because I've seen Sinbad a whole weekend, and it feels like crowd work. But he's literally leading you to his jokes. Sure, and that, but like that, I don't think that's a knock. Like that's no, it's not a knock. That, it's yeah. like freestyling. Yeah. That's experience. If and it's talent. a heart, if the line is tight, if it's a, if it's bars, it don't matter when the fuck I came up with it. I wrote it, and I knew it for weeks, or mm-hmm. I just thought about it just now. Quality's quality. Yeah. So if it's good, it's good. But the jokes, I've seen Sinbad work out. He can do two hours, and he has probably five hours of material locked and loaded in his head. Right. So that he hears something, he has a story for it. Mm-hmm. The story was not just a spark of the moment. He worked that story out. It has beats. It has timing. It's yeah. very, it's a cool skill. I've seen a lot of comics, not a lot. I've seen a few comics do it very well, where it feels like they're just talking to you. Mm-hmm. 
That's how a crowd was supposed to be. Well, some some might argue that's how comedy is supposed to be. Some people think the best comics are ones that act like they're just having a conversation. It's a style of comedy, but it's not For the sure. only style. Like some guys go up there with fucking um, puppets, and it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I hate the purity of shit when niggas be like, "Oh man, you shouldn't have merch. Why not?" <laughs> well, you, you, you like less money? Yeah, it's like why? Because you can't sell anything. Like I don't. There you go. Like, I don't care about that stuff. I used to hear comics shit on uh, social media. It's like, why? You do know it's working. It's a marketing platform. It's working. They don't understand. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is, it's working. Like, we we have more comedians now because of it. Mm-hmm. That seems to be a boom, which is going to be caused by some money. <laughs> I mean, and to take it to kind of an extreme, because I agree with you pretty much 100%. In term, like, within the within the comedy community, that, that argument. Mm-hmm. But, like... Uh, when you ha- like, not to I don't would want to talk about cancel culture for a long time. But like when people are like, oh that joke was wrong, you shouldn't have done that. It's like all I heard was people laughing. So what's the problem? Well, comics got to get better at learning the room and the world. Oh yeah, They're, oh you almost almost every time somebody hops on the Facebook page or Twitter to complain about cancel culture, you can't do these jokes. People are too sensitive. 99% of the time, it's a terrible comic who just makes here's, bad jokes. Here's my question to you. How many times do you go into a room full of women and ask, who thinks I'm ugly? Zero. Never done it. All right. So if the girl thinks you're ugly, you just assume she's not going to talk to you, right? Uh, I don't, I've don't. i never assumed anybody's thought I was ugly, but I've never asked. But yeah, So that same notion, that same... Oh, wait, wait. The, the yeah, same somebody who thinks I'm ugly wouldn't no, talk to me. Yeah. The same notion that, you know, you don't really care about someone who you don't care about. Treat that with people who are who weren't at the show. You don't not like no one is not selling tickets. Right. You're not losing out. <laughs> oh, a bunch of people who have never stepped foot into a comedy club, never given me any of their business, don't like what I'm doing. Yeah, fuck them. I, I don't mean, like cake, so I don't go to the fucking bakery. Think about every concert you've heard where a band got banned by the local bums. It's like, yeah, you're losers who have no dreams. You have no skills. You have no talent. Of course you hate me. Fuck off. Like, my opinion is hilarious to the people who come. You don't have to come. It's like, hey, the sooner you, a lot of comics get that in their head where it doesn't matter about the extra shit, the famous shit, because you don't. It takes you so long to get to that part. <laughs> I can say so many words on stage, and never be canceled. I'm nobody. Nobody's gonna ban me from anything. They won't boycott me. They won't care. They won't hear about it. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty girl who never think if I think she's ugly, she'll never know. She doesn't. She won't talk to me. Yep. People who won't who hate comedy don't go to comedy shows. You gotta focus your energy. Yeah. All right, so this is part one, so I'm going to ask you a question. Yes. And the question is, uh, what what's a habit of yours that you like about yourself? What's a good habit you have? Uh, follow through. I'm pretty good at saying I'm going to do something and uh, sticking to it as much. I don't really abandon ship if things get tough or if I don't like the first one. Just, I stick. I'm stubborn that way. I'll stick with it. So when, did, pre- when did this start? My whole life. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Even, so you said if, if if you don't like it the first time, you'll stick with it. I First thing I thought it was food. 
Like you try, you're like, I'm going to try pizza today. Oh, pepperoni wasn't great. I'm going to go for sausage next time. Well, it would be for me, that would be more like I'm going to try to make a pizza. And the first mm. one would be bad. And I'll try to make another pizza until I learn how to make pizza. And then I'll think, do I care about it that much? Do I want to keep making pizzas now that I got this? Or just save it for some later day? Okay, I'm going to stick with this pizza thing because I kind of like it. So let's say you work on this pizza. Uh, and you get it to pretty good. Mm-hmm. And you say, oh, that wasn't good enough for me to keep trying to make pizzas. Mm-hmm. But in an alternate unit, like, but it wasn't the best. Like, you know, kind of get what I'm, you, can you tell what I'm kind of trying to kind of get at? Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't the best pizza in the world, but maybe if it was the best pizza in the world, you would have thought, this is what I'm going to devote my life to because that was amazing. By my standards. Okay, that was where I, I had a follow-up. I was like, okay, is it to what you like? Mm-hmm. I like this pizza. I care more about being happy than anything else. So I don't really endure, like, annoyance and shit like that. Mm-hmm. My house is very peaceful. Me and my girl don't have any tension. We don't mm-hmm. fight about shit. We have a conversation every blue moon about some shit I did because I talk to her, or she don't like the way I talk maybe. Mm-hmm. And not like in a, I'm abusive. Like I might have snapped at her in her by her standard. So sure. she'll give me an update on a new software on how to be her partner. I was like, I get my new update. Here's my new update. All right, I give her an update. So we make that work. The kid is cool. I don't really. I'm. I got enough money to pay bills. I, I get to my 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 off days are spent telling jokes in strip malls. Yeah. I'm happy, but I, if I wasn't happy, I wouldn't do something. Like um, stand-up was hard to come back to in the beginning after um, quarantining it. Mm-hmm. It was like, yuck. <laughs> it was rough. Because I've seen so many comics that everybody was kind of like, yeah, you ain't you don't know about so-and-so? So-and-so got this, that, and the other. Oh, this is the best room. I'm like, we ain't. The blip wasn't for real. Like they didn't. Thanos ain't snap his fingers. How the fuck did I? I'm like, damn. I was. How did I lose my spot that fast? Because <laughs> like, then it became favor time. That's when I started getting annoyed with comedy. Everybody was asking me to help them, but nobody was had did shit for me ever. I see so many fucking local shows I'm not ever getting hit up for, and I'm like, huh. All right. Who gave you all the stage time to get to the point? I was like, I still do this shit. I said, I, yeah. all right, okay. It, and I, I was talking to a friend of mine. I might name drop on the show a couple of times, but whatever. If you want um, me to blur something, I don't no. care. No, Rob Ward. Me and him were talking because he doesn't get booked on local shows, but he's never here to do it. He'll do one every blue moon. He wants to, but I'm like, yo, I don't get hit on anything, and it, it never dawned on me because I was never out. I was never in the house this much. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm home, I'm in the house with the kid, so that's it. I don't really. Then I look on Facebook, I'm like, damn, that show looked fun. Or I'll be like, damn, they got funny. <laughs> yeah, and that's I always it. so much fun though when you see somebody hit their stride. Oh, I've seen a, no, but I've seen comics that were when I first saw them. I'm like, this person is horrible, but it's not my place to care. Mm-hmm. And then now I was like, oh, this, those are some good jokes. Mm-hmm. All right. Now I can talk to you like a comedian. Before you was a fucking asshole with a mic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he still might be. I mean, I say that when you become a comedian, you're a comedian. I don't look at it like you're a host. You're a, no, no, no. Mm, yeah. 
you're a comedian. Like whether you it's do all the it same job. Yeah, like whether you do it here, you do it there. Hoopers, like basketball players, they look at the same thing. Oh, he a hooper. Well, you just respect him the same. Like whether he's in the NBA or he right. just played high school ball or he never played ball in high school or organized ball. AAU was all he did, but he still was ranked. Like he's, you know, you still respect the fact that the person is good at it. Well, even when the NBA guys hit the rack in the off season, they're just another one of the dudes. And they'll get looked off. They will get looked off in the middle of the game. Yeah, I'm, Not a smart I'm, idea. But. If I'm coming down the court and I'm on the court with, say, it's LeBron, but we all in the same gym, I, he ain't LeBron now. He's, we don't give a fuck. I'm shooting the ball because I came here too. I drove here. Mm-hmm. It's my time. We're not a real team. We're a pickup game. The fuck, I don't got it. Ain't no assist. I'm shooting this bitch. Right. <laughs> like, I- <laughs> and well, just, but like, just back, just like in comedy, like the guys who have it figured out, like, let's say LeBron's in the gym, he's not offended that you didn't pass the ball because he knows how, he knows what's up. He knows how the game's being played. He wants played. the ball. Trust me. Right. But like, like he understands no why you didn't like, pass it to him. I get. Look, like every you said, time, there's a certain point in comedy where you stop nope, letting the bullshit affect fuck you. Fuck that. I just I don't let people see it. I fucking hate everybody. I want to be better than everybody. I still compete with everybody. It's the only reason I even do the shit I do. Like, I compete with Mary and Rob right now. But it's not competition like I want them to lose. Right, sure. It's I'm running next to you. That's all I'm trying to make sure I'm doing. LeBron doesn't want you to miss. Yeah, but he also don't want to lose. Like... It's more of a if he on the court and everybody ain't passing the ball, after he turns into LeBron, you don't You don't not pass once you're once the game's over, you're off his team. <laughs> like <laughs> how about that? Like, yeah, we won, but you. get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I got I'm getting two more guys. Yeah. And you're not gonna say shit besides damn. You're not gonna argue with LeBron. You're gonna just leave. That type of stuff is not that doesn't translate to comedy, of course. Cause like here, we don't have hierarchy. And I used to, I still get annoyed when comics try to ask me for shit and like just help out thing. But it's like, yo, there's no gatekeepers, man. Where the fuck is the gate then? What's the gate to? Yeah. Like once we had the Me Too movement happen. <laughs> okay, I'm no, no, I'm, I'm no, excited. No. I'm excited. No. I'm excited. I'm once right. the Me Too movement happened, all that gatekeeper shit went out the window. Once the Harvey Weinstein got caught out for abusing power, all the weak had time to now band together. And I'm not just talking about like a, a reference to women saying a week. Every week group of people could now band together. Because now, if you didn't like women because they was, you know, broads and dames who didn't, whatever, you had a group. That's how the Rogan fans are. Mm, yeah. um, if you are the black version of that, you have a guy you can listen to. <laughs> like there's a... Well, he just died. So That was one. And there's, all, there's, also, there's also Dr. Umar. Sure. Like you can find... Your Rush Limbaugh in your color coded section. Yeah, um, they they have them for women, and they're they're they dress it up differently, of course. Well, they got the podcasts and the. We all got it. Everybody has yeah, their outlets. Yeah, like yeah. there's there's social media outlets for everybody, and there should mm-hmm. be. Yes, it's just that now we have those things, so we can't say who's wrong or who's right. Everybody's right in their yeah. own perspective. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, you can have your thing, but don't fucking try to regulate mine. Like, I don't, the only thing I tell comics in all this freedom is respect. You didn't, don't lose your mind. You can say whatever you want, but you're not that good yet. Mm. Like, a comic can say whatever they want and make it funny. Yes, that level of comedian. Like, every comic can't go on stage and make a joke about something. Not where it's a real joke. Because if you're going to make jokes about 
the irony of things, that's easier. But if you're going to talk about how, if you're a guy talking about abortions, it's so hard to make a girl laugh at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like doing a, it's being a white person making a black joke. Mm-hmm. Because even though you might have all the intentions of, is a joke, their ears see a white mouth saying it or their ears see a man saying it. It's always like it's clouded because delivery is different. Yeah. But it's not like they're bad. So you can do a joke about anybody. It's just how you, you got to make sure you just arm people faster now in comedy. Before you can say it and they, they listen all the way through. Louis was real good at playing that last. He was like the last Mohican of that shit where he could just say some fucked up shit out the gate and let they let him finish. The Huck Finn, hard R. Everything. He yeah. just could finish the joke. Uh nigga in a forklift. Like he had all yeah. he plays with the word a lot because his audience would let him finish. Now <sighs> Well that's well that comes with the being unknown. No, it's just like know that the people who are there to to see you matter. Like Bill Burr has said something like that, where it's like, if you don't address it, it doesn't go, it doesn't matter. Like, your jokes are, somebody like your joke. Okay. Some person who's never been to a club, never been to a show, found it on Facebook and passed it around. Thank you for passing my video around. Like, but fuck off. Like, oh, from, yeah, from now, so I went to, I went to college, I went to liberal arts school. Mm -hmm. So everybody that follows me on Twitter is like, uh, still super duper woke. Uh, and so usually when I say something on there and one of them gets upset with me publicly, all nine times out of 10, when I take that joke on stage, it, it does pretty well. And there's something there nine times out of 10, but now like since like the last like five, six months, every time somebody gets mad at me or responds and says like, this is terrible or thank you for exposing how terrible a little person you are. The only thing I say is thanks for following. I mean, say what That's you want. I would I still like that. No bad can, press. That's a way to work. Um, you can see what the people you like in your cir- social circle, what they react to, and if they react to it, it's funny because you can find funny in it. I should say. Mm-hmm. So that's not a bad way to, you know, write. But also, like, even when the shit, like, on Instagram or YouTube, when it's, when it's got when it's doing well, and one person's like, "This wasn't funny," mm-hmm. I just say, "Thanks for watching." I mean, that's, that's it. that one Thanks person doesn't really. This is they just. Yeah, but they want you to engage, and when all you say is "Thanks for like watching," this. there's a guy who can see a girl's picture and then sexually harass her. Like he can see her picture and say, "Go right to her DM and say, girl, I will lick and suck and kiss whatever your body parts you let me.'" Mm-hmm. Been there. Like, if that guy can exist and that scenario can happen, and that that personality can just clash that girl's life. Nothing will stop a person who just doesn't like a joke from talking to you. <laughs> yeah. Like, this man took a little bit of, you have a little, either a screw loose of courage to tell a girl you won't get her pussy, you've never seen her before. But that person is happening right now. Like, it's probably on, it's, it's not even a DM sometimes. Sometimes it's actually just an at reply. Uh-huh. Hey, I sit on my face. You're like, okay, guy, sheesh. The reply guys, dude, they're, they're unstoppable. Honestly. Yeah, but the, that person exists in another form for something else. That same complaining ass, no fun person is on YouTube, yeah. mad, because it'll be a white woman talking about this person made a race joke. And it's like, mm. yeah, but you're picking the wrong ones. <laughs> like, you can't get rid of the good ones. No right. pun intended. 
It's like you can't fucking do that. Like you can't just get mad. You don't even fucking know what you're talking about. Yeah. You're a white woman. What what really hurts your feelings beside the word cunt? Kinda. When you say you're picking the wrong ones, you mean to pick the wrong jokes because they're good jokes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So the the like back to the comics complaining about those people. The people that can write good jokes don't complain about those people because they know they're better than them. Well, you also don't get in trouble when it's a good joke. Yeah, like, as yeah. much as people think comedy's under fire, it's not. It's not. It's not. Cancel culture's not fucking real. Ali has a joke about committing crimes. <laughs> it's not going to... No cancel. He was on... You know, he's had some concerns, but... there's nothing. Know, bro, did you see Gunna and cancel. Thug today? Huh? Gunna and Thug? They got hit with a Rico. Oh, that's different. They... No, so... <laughs> I don't know. Someone might come for Ali. Nah, no, like a shoplifting joke. No, that's not the same. They they lost their fucking mind. That was I don't really I don't really try to get somebody killed in jail. I don't know what the fuck's happening. It's just a lot of dumb shit in that situation. Rap is never that tough. They're fucking poets for real. But you know. Uh I don't know. Some of those dudes are scary. Mm-hmm. They can be, I mean. Until you hear their government names and you're like, oh. Yeah, oh, oh, what was, what is Gunna's name? It was like uh it's not like uh, his name was Ice Cold Killer. No, Earth. it's like Ernie Merchant or, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. People are, because they're, they're still people. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody thought you were going to be a rapper but you. So we named you Andre. Like, we didn't think that you were going to be 3,000 with this shit. Like, that's a cool name. And it worked. Yeah, I mean, but the his only, name worked. He was the only person that knew he was going to be a rapper. And LL Cool J is still a stupid name. Stupid fucking name. Fucking LL. You know my favorite rap name was? Is French Montana. What a great name. His isn't bad. I like French Montana. Puff Daddy's my favorite. I like The Game. That's a great name. His music's... I don't really care for his music, but The Game is a great name. I just disliked his name. I thought it was so... It's like like Triple H to me. It's like... Well, another great name? The Big Show. I liked his name. That's a great fucking name. Undertaker was a cold name. Oh, yeah. That's... If you think about people who could be rappers and... yeah. Yeah, um, that'd wrestlers, be cool. That's like a good name. Any guy, anybody's real name would work. Like John Cena could do both. Yeah, especially nowadays. Like Kendrick Lamar is a fucking name, and everybody thinks it's cool. That's just a regular <laughs> name. Yeah, it's like Kendrick. Okay, <laughs> only Kendrick I know is a bum ass power forward. Yeah, corn roll kind of dude. But uh, I'm trying to think who else had a good name. Bret Hart is a good one. Who's that? Uh, Bret Hart was arrested back in the nineties. Mm. It was Bret Hart and Owen Hart. Hulk Hogan's a good one. Yeah, Hulk Hogan's good. Ultimate Warrior isn't really good, though. That's the guy who was the same time. Ted right. DiBiase was the millionaire. He'd be the same. <laughs> He'd be Rick Ross if he was the <laughs> Rick Ross, good name. Oh, yeah, anybody with the first and last is solid. The Especially Rock would be the a, same letter. See, The Rock and The Game would be like the same lane to me. Yeah, you don't like Where The Rock. would be a bunch of name-dropping, shitty verses, just saying wild shit to yeah. get attention. Yeah, The Rock's the same way. He makes bum-ass movies with famous people, just ruins their careers. <laughs> hey, but he makes good money. Oh, man, when you have no soul, you can sell it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I want to bring this back around to some, some stuff you said at the beginning, because a lot of... and I'm, I'm going to try to work this out here. Help me out. I'm waiting for The Rock to play God, by the way, because it's, it's a matter of time. Well, he was Hercules. That's a guy. He'll play everything. He, anything that's racially ambiguous, he, he just replaced Vin Diesel, because Vin Diesel kind of came out like, he's not black enough. You know what I would... Blackish enough. You know what I would pay money to see? A movie where uh, The Rock plays Blake Griffin, 
And in that movie's universe, Blake Griffin is that version of The Rock. I will watch a skit of that for six minutes. Noted. I'd give that six, <laughs> if they did a skit, I'd give it six minutes on YouTube. But if it's like some shit, like the whole movie. <laughs> if it's an episode, even I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so at the beginning of the episode, we talked about follow through. Uh, you know, saying, doing what you say you're going to do. And if you say you're going to do it, doing it to your standards and being happy. And you mentioned being happy. And it's interesting that you mentioned that because um, what some people say, you know, like motivational speakers or whatever, et cetera, <laughs> is that like uh, self-confidence and happiness can simply come from just keeping promises to yourself. So it's one thing to tell somebody else like, hey, I'm going to do this thing and you do it. Like, I'm going to fucking turn do an album. I'm going to do it. Yeah, it's one thing to tell somebody else you're going to do something and you do it. Mm-hmm. It's a completely other thing to tell yourself that you're going to do something and tell nobody else. It's to do it. Like, it's a completely different thing to tell yourself, I'm going to eat right and go to the gym every day and then do it. And, like, when you when one day comes where you don't get up or you don't go to the gym, you feel bad. Like, you feel like you let yourself down. Mm-hmm. But you said all you care about is being happy, and I feel like I feel like these things are connected. Your insistence on following through on the shit you care about, because you keep, because you also talk a lot about if you don't care about something, forget about it. Yeah, because it, it took a while to get here. I'm fucking thirty eight, sure. so it's not like I just was always even, keel and peaceful. Um, when it comes to like my standard or the promise I make to myself, I don't want to be a coward. Mm. And a coward will make rules but won't enforce them. That's a, it's a coward. Like I don't want to be the person. So if I tell somebody don't do something and they do it, now I have to give you consequence. Because if I don't, anybody else who heard me tell you don't do that shit is going to fucking think it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not even like it's some man tough shit. No, it's a standard. There's a level of respect. If you come to my show at Grog Shop, it's ran like a certain way. No other show is ran like that. No other show. Talking about the mixtape? Mm-hmm. Every every show I've done at Grog Shop has been kind of the same kind of energy. Mm-hmm. It's always a certain way. Good crowds. Good comics. Good Even if the comics aren't good, the energy, you have a space now where now you're talking to a void as if you're at a comedy club. Mm-hmm. There is no funky-ass fun shit. Ain't nobody your friend here. Your friends, their laughs won't be shit. The stage has a certain respect on it. It has a is a is like a difficult it's a difficulty of resistance. You think you uh, it, it just like an increased level of tension. Yeah. So people come to that show. They come to John Bruton's show on Monday night, and they expect something out of it, whether it's attitude or experience. And if you the don't give show that to them, it's ran where it's strictly comedy. It's mm-hmm. not even really about me. It never was. Well, it's it your was, product. Yeah, but. It's that Def Jam, it's that, that um, bad boy Death Row type of way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. The CEO all in the videos, or come over here to Death Row Records where I don't got to tell you what the fuck I'm doing. You'll see it, because I'm going to do it. But till then, nobody knows what I have my, <laughs> for what? I'm working. Mm-hmm. I'm, I only get mad when I'm not loud enough, and I regret not being loud. Like, when somebody sees me and says something to me, it's like, damn, my ego could really use a boost because I'm around these motherfuckers. They should be fucking them. They're kissing the ring. Mm-hmm. 
oh, my dumb ass ain't posted shit the last <laughs> fucking three months. I've been too busy keeping my phone away because my baby, when I play with her, I don't want her to be dependent on fucking electronics. And my girl's always on the phone, so I got to combat that with another option. So I got to miss all the fun tweets. It's insane. That, it's insane that social media makes us think that way. Because I'm, I think along the same lines as that. But like, like, I think that some of that might just be in your head. No, no. I'm saying, I'll say this. I don't care because I haven't done it. When you hear people lie to you, I was lied to so many fucking times in comedy about what a comic is. From if you're going to be a comic, you got to have a website. Well, niggas ain't know I was a web designer. So we took care of that in two days. Now what? Oh, you got to have an email address. That came with the domain, bro. I've been doing this. What you want? What else? Oh, you need clean video. All right. Oh, you got one from that club. Just say right. you don't want me because I'm not fucking playing this game anymore. And then I was like, oh, well, you got to do this and that better. All right. Here's the next video because mm-hmm. now I want it. So... What what else can you tell me I'm not doing right? That's it, the chip on my shoulder from that made me where I'm at. With I've competed with so many people, but not competed like I want you to fail. Mm-hmm. It's just I want to be one of those guys. Yeah. When I first started comedy, open mic shit was fun. Go up on stage talking wild shit. It was uh, it was hilarious because all the things I would say on Twitter, I would do both. Uh-huh. Then I learned quickly that Twitter. Very rarely true. Isn't in black Twitter and comedy world do not live in the same place. So jokes I can make are either insensitive or Uncle Tom and sometimes as this at this point in my career of comedy on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm cool with black Twitter. I'm I'm following black Twitter. They'll see something and get retweeted. Excuse me. You're good. And I look crazy. Or I do comedy world shit where it's like even I did some shit today where I, not today, Mother's Day. I post a picture of my mom. Mm-hmm. On a recreation of Ebony magazine that Michael Jordan did with his mom. Nice. Uh, a comic says, uh, of course you would have this day be about you. He's being funny making this joke, but he doesn't understand that, like, you're telling this joke that could be funny if it was all comics on this platform. Yeah, that's a huge thing. You're in my house now. Yeah. Because my Facebook, my mommy, this is me. It's a public platform. And it's not for the comics. It's for the it's for your audience. It's for you to sell that's tickets. But like for on Facebook is my Facebook is literally my online photo gallery. It's, it's, a, web, it's a website. Social media is No n- somebody it's all what you use it for. It's a tool. Mm-hmm. For me, Facebook is just for like pictures and Attention, like my attention, um, connection to my family. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have family reunions anymore. Really, we have a whole Facebook group. Mm-hmm. So that's all we really pretty much do. It's a it's a communication device more than promotion for myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, on my Facebook because I have my family on there. I can't impress them. I don't need my aunt always need every flyer every weekend. I don't really need them to be like, oh, you're doing it. <sighs> yeah, well, that's nah. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not. That's why I don't I don't tell everybody. <laughs> I'll invite you to the good shit. Yeah, like when I'm in that's, town. That's what I'm saying. Now it's like when I'm in town or if I'm close, I'll tell everybody. Yeah. And that's like the fun part. But yeah. uh I still do comedy if I don't perform here in Cleveland. Right, right. Like that's the part where when I was in my first six years, I wanted to be regarded in the top three. Sure. And I'd hear everybody's fives and I was never on anybody's list. So then it's like, all right, well, I'm going to stop caring about my peers because 
I stop respecting people around me as my peer. Because we're not looking at comedy the same. That's dangerous. Mm-mm. Just, when I stopped looking at everybody like my peer, people had to look at me like a peer. Well, hold on. But earlier you said a comic is a comic. Once you're a comedian, I think you're a comedian. Yeah. You're, so, every, so that would make them all your peer. No, no, no. You're, my, you're also a comedian. It's a job title. Like we all have the same job title as a comedian. Okay. Like basketball players. Fair enough. Fair enough. We're all, we're all basketball players. We're all in the NBA. Mm. But you know goddamn well if I say get my fucking bag and put it in my car, rookie. Right, sure. Some niggas shouldn't say anything back besides, all right, we're not all, we're not all created equal. Yeah. We all should be treated equally, but we're all not yeah. equal. Hey, you, go dump this bucket of piss on him. Yeah, like you shouldn't be mistreated because you're not as good. You still should yeah. be treated fairly as a person with that job title. The perks are not ex- the perks are different. Like that's the part where it's like yeah, we all can all go on stage and tell, talk and humor is our shield. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody who's a comedian can do. Any stage that has that <laughs> that uh setup, you sure. can go perform there. But you can't perform it everywhere that that setup's there. Like some clubs you can't even you'll never even go into that club. I'm not saying you want to say that, you know. But like some clubs people will be comedians at home. But when you go somewhere else, you're you're on a family vacation. You're not here to perform. You're here to see your aunt, and I, you're looking for yeah. a mic, or you're sure. fishing. Like, and not not saying it's a bad thing, but that's the thing. Like, if you're still going to shows to try to find bookings, then that's comedy. Sure, you're working. Yeah, networking. Like, right. you, if you're not, if you're staying here and you're just getting better, that's still working. Write it off on your taxes. I mean, if you stay here, like, so we talked earlier about comics in the city. So Dwayne Duke is probably one of the most active Mm -hmm. comics I've seen. He doesn't need any, like, if he was a rapper, he'd be independent. Like, Mm -hmm. I compare him to Tech Nine. Okay. Where the fan base is, like, he doesn't need any mass media. He has his own shit. It's damn near, if he had a mailing list, I wouldn't be surprised. He had a what? If he had a mailing list, I mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. If he has a MailChimp shit, he just said, I'm going to be in your city. I wouldn't be surprised because mm-hmm. he has he travels that much mm-hmm. that he could have that and it would make sense. Does he need local club love? No. He'll take it when he gets it, but he doesn't need seek it, it out. Yeah. He seeks out comedy and he pursues his journey that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary, Mary Santora, she pursues comedy differently. She does every fucking club. She'll do Joe's Chicken Shack and Comedy Club. She'll do uh, Funny Bone. She'll do the Comedy Store. She'll do anything, which is cool for now. Eventually, she'll stop. (laughs) But for now, she's doing everything. That's her journey. As long as she's getting better, if that's that's what's making her better. By her standard, yeah. Yeah. As long as she's happy doing the shit, do it. I just look at so many comics that... I would love to ask them, like, a guidance concept, what is your plan? What do you want? Like, yeah. just because, I mean, we try to tighten up shit around here. If you're going to do that, you know, this level, keep it over here. Sure. If You you can come over here to the serious side anytime you want to, mm-hmm. but we should have a serious side, mm-hmm. and we should have a for play side. Sure. Like, you, every show isn't going to be, like, every show isn't the same. Of course not. No. And I, I disagree with the notion that I've heard. Uh, that I'm uh, mean? No, I'm talking shit. No, 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 no. Uh, like, 
a great comic should be able to should be able to kill any room any audience no holds barred like you said people's bullshit interpretations of what a pure comic yeah, is it's like saying you got to go up every night seven times yeah. a week that's some shit new york niggas say cuz they can't do shit else there is not a person <laughs> on the planet and there is not a joke on the planet that you can guarantee 100% kill rate. These people don't know what is coming out of their mouths when they say that. People who have a standard of what a comic is aren't comics. That's a good place to end it. <laughs> plugs. Yeah, do do plugs. All right, live mixtapes. Um, Memorial Day weekend, Lawrence Payne and Milton Wiley will drop their albums. Then Mickey Genosi and Mike Head will be dropping after that. Then it'll be Ant Morrow and John Armstrong after that. I'm gonna drop like Kanye. Um, um, how about I don't know if this can be out by Memorial Day. Is there gonna be a? Is there gonna be somewhere where people can see the schedule? Oh no, nah, I'm just dropping whatever I want. Okay, <laughs> I know that's the schedule I have for them though. They're gonna come out in pairs. Okay, but I paired up everybody who kind of has the same iTunes, like, Spotify, YouTube, mm-hmm. everything. No, everywhere. not YouTube. Not YouTube. Fuck YouTube. Wherever you can stream. Yeah. Okay. So cool. it's going to be all streaming, Tidal, Spotify, Apple Music, um, iTunes, Pandora, and uh, submissions for Sirius. 